Welcome to the comments from the Peanut Gallery podcast. It's springtime. You enjoyed yourself this winter. You ate and you drank like royalty. But with spring, naturally summer follows. And you've packed on a couple of LBs that you'd like to shed before you hit the beach for vacation. If you want professional help with personalized results when it comes to training and meal prepping, schedule an appointment with Jordan Tripp of Trip Fit Training at www.tripfittraining.com. That's Trip with two Ps, or give him a call at 719-252-4336. Jordan is dedicated to helping you reach your health and fitness goals so much that if you go to the website right now, you can sign up and submit for an initial visit on him. That's www.tripfittraining.com, trip with two Ps. Let's do it. And we're live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are down here in Englewood, Colorado at the one and only Elite Factory X Fight Camp here with my man Austin Osmosis Jones, fresh off of a victory last week at the Paramount MMA Contenders Card. How you doing, Austin? Doing well. It's good, good, to, good to be back and kind of talk about the fight and um, see if we can talk about some of the things I was mentioning in the last interview um, as far as my prep and everything. Absolutely, man. You know, it's great to have you back on the show. Appreciate you giving me the opportunity. You know, I know you just got done teaching class here, so it's probably been a long day for you, so appreciate you taking the time. Mm -hmm. Austin, you had an absolutely dominating performance the other night. Your takedown game was vicious. Your double leg was on point the entire time. I mean, absolutely just ragdolled your opponent from time to time. Talk me through just, you know, what did, how did you feel in your performance? Um, I, I just felt really relaxed this time. Uh, first time we fought, I, I was a little too tense, um, so I kind of just needed to do a little more um, soul-searching in this fight. Um, obviously, the physical side is very important. Um, training, working hard is very important, but oftentimes we'll forget about the mental side of the game. And, and it's not even just like getting through a tough practice or like having that demeanor. Like That's important too, but it really, I think my mental strength came from like whenever I was you know, walking into the gym what was I doing before practice? Like I would um, read a book or, you know, write in my journal, stuff like that, um, to really just get those thoughts out there. Whether they're good or bad, I'd put them on a piece of paper and um, kind of just practice, you know, calming my mind down and relaxing. And um, one of the books I was reading um, had a Chinese proverb in it, and it was, um, it said, tension is who you think you should be and relaxation is who you are. So I'm going to kind of carry that into the fight and there's also some other things like um, wanted to help my parents with some bills. That was also a good part of uh, my motivation. So, um, you know, when you have a target, it just makes things a lot easier. You know, if you have a target, there's something to focus on. And focus was like my power word for this fight. So, Definitely. You know, you're huge on mental manifestation. We had a good conversation about that the last time. So, you know, that you really true embody that philosophy of, you know, being able to visualize it and then make that happen. That's, mm -hmm. that's awesome, you know. I have to say that I had a little bit of a bone to pick with the announcers during your fight because all they did was kiss lips ass the entire time. <laughs> all they did was talk mm -hmm. about how tough he was. And I'm not trying to throw shady lip at all. He fought hard. Mm -hmm. But throughout the entirety of the fight, the announcers just sent like, you know, that they had such a bias in that sense to where... Yeah, you know, they, they would highlight something she would do, mm -hmm. but, but you'd be, you know, you'd take him down. You'd have good body position up against the fence. Or then you'd start to, you know, start to work position on the ground. You know, you had the uh, you had the head and arm triangle at one point. Mm -hmm. And all they kept on doing was kind of pumping yeah. him up. And it was like, yo, are you watching this fight? Mm -hmm. 
And yeah, like uh, like you know, Andrew, he's he's very easy guy to get along with. Um, you know, even before the fight, he was real friendly. After the fight, he was a real good guy. We kind of chatted and had a beer together, so that was cool. Um, I think just like for him and some of his fights, they have been really exciting. He's very unorthodox, so like I think that really draws people's attention. But from a mixed martial arts standpoint, of you know the technicalities of the sport, um, those guys are you know easy to enforce a game plan on you know he ran towards me very hard and every time he tried to throw a big shot I was like okay I'm gonna shoot because his his chin was in the air and uh you know his hips were too high from whatever he's trying to do so that was kind of the unorthodox side of his style and I kind of exploited that by putting some pressure on him and just like on the feet I was anytime I threw something it was it was significant um but yeah for some reason they were kind of on his side but that's okay you know um I, I like to work my way up anyways you said that you put pressure on him. If that's what you're calling pressure, that's full court press, right? <laughs> you know, because you were, I mean, you dominated, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and I, I'm, I'm biased, obviously, to a certain extent because we've gotten to know each other through doing a couple of shows and just being down here at the gym. But just taking away all of that, if you look at the successful takedowns, the striking, the significant strikes, the time within controlled positions, you flat out dominated that fight, man. You know, I, I thought that you were going to get the finish in a couple of spots, especially you know, when you had the choke there. Mm-hmm. It looked like you were about a second <laughs> off from getting that. But once again, just to say, that was a dominant spot that you had for about a minute and a half, mm-hmm. two minutes of that round, right around in there. And it's, it's nice to hear that from you because, um, you know, a lot of people, um, I think when they, they watch the sport, they want to see some bloodbath, some slugfest. And to them, that's like, oh, those are amazing fighters. They're, they're really good. And it's like, Man, there's so much to the tactics and you know the technique of this sport where it's nice to see someone who understands that because to me I've I've watched exciting fights from guys that are super technical and I've watched exciting fights from brawlers but there's a beauty in the technique and um, especially for a fight like that where you don't really know what the guy's gonna do um, last fight when we fight I didn't expect him to to try to grapple me and hold on you know hold me against the cage for quite a bit of the fight and um, he endured a lot of the the strikes that I was throwing at him this time, the first time I brawled and this time I didn't. And I, I think it worked in my favor. It's like, um, when you rematch somebody, you don't want to do the same things. And I knew that in my mind. And, um, there's a lot of great fighters to watch that, um, approach that fight very similarly. Um, GSP, for example, even a mighty mouse would do that, that type of fight against a guy like that. So I, I just really just try to mimic those type of guys, you know, cause they, they're winning consecutive titles. And every time they step in the cage, they're, they, they dominate their fight. You know, it's don't let these rounds get close. Um, obviously, I want to finish, but um, if I'm not going to finish, I got to make sure I win that round. So that was kind of the, the mindset too. Definitely. You know, at at first, and maybe you can, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Did you feel a little bit timid with your striking as you came out initially in the fight? You know, I know you hadn't had a fight for a few months. Was there any bit of ring rust or anything? Because it seemed like once you started to kind of gauge your distance. Then you started to unload mm-hmm. with the strikes a little bit, but initially, was there a little bit of reservation to quote unquote pull the trigger? Um, yeah. So like, yeah, I hadn't fought since June, um, so that's you know, half a year about. Exactly. And uh, I was kind of just watching uh, Yo Romero, like his last fight against Luke Rockhold. He came out. He came out very, very relaxed, and I was just kind. I just wanted to kind of start the fight that way. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like I could have put a little bit. A little bit more on him to start out, but uh, I knew he was going to try to do something wild, so I needed to keep my composure and 
start the fight relaxed. Because first fight, I ran right at him. He's very easy to hit. But the guy is really hard to put away. I've seen I've seen him take some really heavy shots from some of my teammates. Like uh, Art Petrosian fought him and dropped him three times in the fight. And yeah, the guy just doesn't get knocked out. And he's got the endurance to to make it to those late rounds. And if you get tired, he's gonna he's then he starts to you know put his game plan on on you. So um, yeah. I knew I had to fight this guy smart, but also um, win the rounds and get him tired. And getting him tired to me was the biggest key to winning this fight. Well, uh, you definitely drug him into deep water at certain points, and you know, and that uh, toward the end of the third round, you almost took his fucking head off with yeah. your head kick like that. that <laughs> and that's was, that's that was the kick I should have probably should have thrown at the beginning. Right. Now it really had him shook, you know. But um, that's to me that was like the highlight of the fight. That was an amazing feeling to land that kick. Um, I've done it on the bag or in sparring a lot, but I've never actually landed it in the fight. And um, it's just like that is just like the me scratching the surface of what I'm going to do on the feet as well. So. Um, and if you go back and watch some of my fights, I've grappled, I've done, you know, I've submitted people, um, I've done some Muay Thai in my fights, I've done boxing, kickboxing, I've done just about all the different arts in each fight. It's just different. It's, it's crazy. Um, sometimes you'll go in a fight thinking you're going to strike and you end up wrestling the whole fight. So um, it's that to me is one of the best parts of the sport is you're going to fight a different fight every time, you know, as long as you're learning to be a complete martial artist, in my opinion. Absolutely, and, you know, you've definitely displayed some well-rounded skill as it comes to that. Oh, for the people out there listening, you can find the full fight card from the other night on the from the Peanut Gallery Facebook page. You can also search uh, search Night mm-hmm. News on online for their stream as well. As far as uh, as far as yourself, where can people follow you, Austin? Just so they know while we're listening. Yep. So uh, uh, on Instagram, it's going to be Osmosis Jones MMA, and then Twitter it is uh, Codero Jones twenty eight. So my middle name in 28. Perfect. Want to get that out of the way just so people know where exactly where yep. they can find for you. You know, it was obviously an electric night for the entire team. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys almost completed the sweep across the board. You went six or seven on the night. How does that feel to you to be a part of a collective that was so successful? Um, you know, it was kind of it was kind of crazy. Um, we were all getting our hands wrapped around the same time because you know we obviously had to do that because we had guys all over the card and. Um, you know, as soon as I got there, our first fighter was getting his hand wrapped. By the time I got my hands wrapped, I was just sitting there, and we're all just having a good time, man. Like, it's a it's a serious sport. It's not a game, but at the same time, like you got to enjoy it. You know, you you decided to fight because you you loved it, and that to me was like the key to our success. Like we were just enjoying being there, and obviously there's pressure, but we were still having fun, smiling at each other. And as I was getting my hand wrapped, I was talking to uh, Coach Mark, and he I was just like, man, the energy is is really good right now it feels great and then sure as shit you know he, our first victory is a finish and then the one after that was an, another finish and a finish and a finish um yeah so i was, I was kind of i was a little disappointed that i didn't finish my fight because everyone else was but that was also good um just to put on good performances by everybody and some guys were um tested a little bit um, some of the amateur guys, and they still pulled through and got that win. So that was pretty proud of those guys too. Absolutely, you know, big night for everyone across mm-hmm. the board. But I, I feel like though, at the same time, it has to be a rewarding feeling for you or an accomplished feeling to know that you know you hadn't been in the cage since June and you were able to go strong for 15 mm-hmm. minutes, you know, without really letting up and were able to keep the pace the entire time. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of hands wrapped. You got yourself a couple of canned hams, right? There. <laughs> For being a welterweight, you've got some Shane Carwin hands, there, my man. Those things are huge. And I, I've been blessed, man. I haven't, I've, I've yet to break a knuckle or a finger or anything 
um, fighting, and that's I'm like that's nice. I got hands of steel. Hopefully, so I, maybe <laughs> hopefully I should so. throw some more hands. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just you know I was just kind of just noticing and then taking a look at the picture that we took for uh, you know the promo mm-hmm. for the show, and I was like, Austin's hands are enormous. <laughs> Yeah, they yeah. even mentioned that on Final Battle. Oh, yeah. Final yeah. Justin Latham. You know, shout out to Justin Latham out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so what what's next? Um, I'm shooting for, you know, beginning of the summer, uh, possibly June. I think there's another Paramount card around that time. Um, hopefully they'll just give me a title. Uh, I can definitely be their champion. I think the way I'm fighting right now, uh, I can carry this into, you know, the rest of my career. You know, me fighting, being relaxed and exploding when I need to is the key. I think it's very hard to deal with when um, you're relaxed and you're kind of taking what they give you and, and mostly just fighting your fight. Um, a lot of Some of my um, less impressive performances were just kind of just me focusing on the opponent too much. We kind of talked about that last time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's part of the journey is just understanding like your, yourself as an individual. Um, fight your fight, you know. It's, this is your opportunity. It's not, it's not your, your opponent's in your mind, you know. Um, your biggest opponent is yourself. So I think just the main thing is just, you know, letting your body go. You, whatever you've trained for is exactly what you can do in the fight, whether you feel like you're prepared or not. Um, if you're busting your ass in the gym, whatever you've been doing consistently in that in the gym is what's going to show in the fight. And um, Coach Mark emphasizes that all the time. And um, one thing he was talking about um, on Monday, I kind of overheard him while I was teaching the jiu-jitsu class. Um, he said, you want to be uncommon amongst uncommon people. So basically, like, we're in a gym full of high-level fighters, mm-hmm. and that's great and all. You know, you're going to become a good fighter at that point, but how can you become the best fighter at Factory X? And to me, that's my goal right now. Um, I want to be the best guy in the gym. Um, and then, you know, my teammates are obviously going to have the same mindset, and we're just going to keep getting better. So that's the beauty of our team. Yeah, well, Coach has definitely done a great job of fostering a culture of success here. You know, you guys have guys on cards all across the mm-hmm. map, you know, whether that's Glory to uh, to the UFC, to Paramount, to LFA, there's obviously something that's going right oh, here yeah. that they're doing, you know, because mm-hmm. you don't have that sort of track record without that. And it's crazy, like, just the, the way the gym has grown and not just in a sense of more members, obviously that's huge, you know, we, we got a ton of new fighters and that's, that's gonna, we've only scratched the surface of that. There's gonna be Hundreds of guys in here pretty soon, I'm sure. Um, but just the f- seeing a new guy come in um, and go through the ringer and then see what they've become in just six months is just super impressive. And it's just, it's the energy in our gym, and we're just going to keep riding that wave, and um, I'm just super excited for the future. That's awesome. You know? yeah. And for, for the record out there, Austin does teach classes down here at Factory X. Mm-hmm. What night are you teaching classes? Yep, so it's uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Um Monday through Thursday is 7 p.m. to 8 p.m., and then the Friday is the uh, 4.30 to 5.30. So it's um, beginner uh, jiu-jitsu, so just the basic um, technique, fundamentals. Um, all belts show up for that. It's just a good way to work on the basics. Even if you're just brand new to jiu-jitsu, it's a great way to learn the basic positions, um, how to maintain those positions, and defend submissions. So um, that kind of rhymed a little bit. <laughs> hey, it works. <laughs> Maybe rapping is my next... Uh, Endeavor, probably not. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah, so um, if you ever want to come down and check a class out, even if you want to pull me to the side and learn something, um, I do private sessions as well. Um, so just hit me up. Awesome. You know, I can just tell from within the last few weeks of 
coming down in here and, you know, just coming at this same kind of time window when class is getting out, I don't know if it's just, maybe it's a different day of the week, but it seems like every time that I come, there's more people. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's 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 crazy. And it's, it's not just fighters. Um, you know, some people kind of, they shy away from the martial arts side of fitness because they think, oh, I have to go in there and spar? Do I have to mm-hmm. fight these UFC guys? And no, like, um, we're here to help them. Or, you know, there's, this, there's these beginner classes where you're just hitting the pads and um, you're just learning how to throw a jab or, or cross, you know. Those simple moves, um, the basic stuff can save your life on the street. So I think I recommend it to anybody. And it's not what everyone thinks where everyone's just, like, trying to stick their chest out or anything. There's no ego. Like, that's I always put an emphasis on that, um, especially at our gym. People come in here, they're ready to learn, and um, the fighters know, you know, we treat everyone the same here. Nobody's treated special because they're a white belt or a black belt it's all the same so that's awesome you know and that's kind of the general reception that i've gotten across the board with everybody here everybody has been very welcoming Mm -hmm. everybody has been incredibly polite and just very cordial in the entire process of you know of me getting this project going helping with you know everything that i've been doing I think that it's an incredible thing that you guys have going here. Mm-hmm. You know, I really think that this Factory X camp could be one of the next big, rec- you know, on the national to, you know, international mm-hmm. scene, you know, that you you have your alpha males, you have your ATTs, your AKAs, those, mm-hmm. those there. There's nobody that's really making that big play or that nobody has that namesake right now in the mountain region. Mm-hmm. I think you guys are next. And it, what another amazing thing is it's like um, we have a lot of guys that are on the cusp of UFC, Bellator, mm-hmm. any of those big promotions. Um, they're smashing people on the local scene. So it's like just a matter of time when they get that call, you know, they're going to do the same thing when they get there because um, the standard's so high. You know, mm-hmm. we're training like we're in the UFC now. So, I mean, that's why the local scene, we're, we're doing so well, you know. Absolutely, you know, and that that just kind of boasts to, you know, with where Coach Montoya's been, you know, helping with Stipe's team, mm-hmm. with uh, with the UFC, to, you know, I see that James Krause has been doing a lot mm-hmm. of things all over the place between here and Glory out in Kansas, so you guys have a lot of big players in this mix that I'm sure being able to learn from guys that have been there, done that, Chris Camozzi fights at the mm-hmm. end of the month, Matt Brown fights coming up, being able to work with those guys has to only elevate you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'll you know I'll go around town and like uh, I just tell these guys, man, get in, get in while you can, because you know this is this is a spot to be. We got so many different styles here. We got strikers, we got jujitsu guys. Like that was another thing. Like you know, a few years back, we were known as a uh, you know a striking school, but our last card, all you could hear from the commentary was. Factory X's jiu-jitsu is very, very impressive tonight. Their grappling is really stepped up. So, like, now, you know, when people face us, they really don't know what to expect. We got guys that start off as strikers and they're taking people down. Um, some people that are wrestlers and they're striking. So, um, it's just that that contagiousness of the high level of what we all bring into this. You know, we all have come from pretty strong backgrounds when you come here. Um, a lot of guys, we've seen guys come in here and um, they don't last a week because it's just not the right fit for them. And a lot of... Part of being the right fit is just getting through that mentality. You're going to come in here and get your ass kicked. I got my ass kicked when I got here. Every single fighter does. And But if you can get through that, you're one, you know, a thousand times better than you were when you first stepped in. And it doesn't matter what gym you came from. It's just everyone here is here to bring it. So Definitely, you know. 
you guys post this a lot with a lot of your your team photos and whatnot, but iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. Iron sharpens iron. Yeah, get the word out right. <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, I mean, it, mm-hmm. I feel like that's that's definitely what what's going on in that sense. And you know, definitely if you're out there listening, and you're looking to find a home to come train or to just even start to learn about the sport. Come give Factory X a look. They're doing some great things over here. I have to say that. Mr. Jones right here is one of the nicest people in the game that I've met so far. Just can't meet a nicer mm-hmm. guy. Very polite, very respectful, very well spoken. Can't meet a nicer guy. So thank you for always being so. Oh cool yeah, anytime. Him. And there's just several guys in this gym that are just like me. Um, you know, obviously, we can, we'll crack jokes on each other, but like, you know, obviously that's boys, yeah, you know exactly. And um, it's all fun. It's all fun. So um, he's got to come in here with a. Uh, with a smile on your face, and you'll, you'll be just fine. Definitely, man. Do you have any sponsors or anybody you want to throw out? Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, Receptra Naturals, um, Denver Chiropractic, a great place um, for a lot of athletes that go in to get uh, adjustments. And not just for the, the spine stuff, but uh, a lot of muscle tension. Um, he'll help you out with that, um, Dr. T. Um, and then uh, my manager, Jim Walter, uh, awesome manager, manages Stipe, um, world champion. If you don't know who that is, uh, go watch some UFC. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, you've got yourself surrounded by a pretty great circle on that side. You know, you're you, you train with some of the best at Landau as well for mm-hmm. you know for some of your conditioning. Had a great opportunity to do some uh, to do some work with Chase the other day. Oh, thanks yeah. to uh, thanks to you yeah. for the referral on that side. That's a, yeah. I was I was gonna kind of say that um, our high school Smoky Hill. Don't forget about us. Uh, we got a lot of great guys that come out of that school. Uh, Chase was one of them. Me as well. And uh, actually, my uh, trainer. Now at Lando Performance, who actually got me in there, is my physical trainer. And he actually uh, played for the Bengals for a little bit, too. So. Is that Coach Augie? Yep, Augie. Talking yep. Augie a little bit, too, as well. You know, yep. Shout out to Coach Augie. Yep. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, a, it's a small world that's making connections all over the place. Right here. Denver just like really just has a whole lot of talent, the homegrown people. Obviously, there's a lot of people that moved here. We're some natives. But, um, uh, yeah, people from here, we, we definitely have a chip on our shoulder, and we know how to go to work. So. Definitely. You know, Austin, I have a question to ask you on this side. Mm-hmm. And as it comes to, you know, those moments leading up to the fight. Mm-hmm. When you're about ready to walk that catwalk and you're ready to come through the lights and have, you know, have the walkout music start to play, what's going through your head? Okay. Yeah, so this is this is another interesting topic because um, I've done this so many times. And I can almost, like, pick which performances were good and which ones were bad based on how I was walking out. Um, fights that I didn't win, I was in a hurry. To, I was in a hurry to get in the cage. I, I would run. Sometimes I'd run to the cage, or I'd be real. I'd be bouncing around, you know, kind of taking in the music a little too much, or just picking uh, a walkout song that's too upbeat for me. Like I bring my fights with intensity, so I've noticed that when I play songs that are a little more relaxing, with a little slower beat, but still like kind of wakes you up a little bit. I do well, and I, I when I, I take my time, I smell the area. Um, I, in my mind, I'm telling myself, there's no escape, so I might as well go try to win this thing. Um, fear, obviously, is always going to be there. Um, but one thing that just really helped me was um, taking those deep breaths, and in my mind, I was like, I'm going to win this fight. And like I said, this last fight was a perfect example of just the way I was super relaxed. Like I said, when I was getting my hands wrapped, um, I told Mark, this energy is great, so then... I think a lot of it has to do with what you tell yourself um, before you even start hitting the pads to get warmed up and stuff. So I think just making that choice of 
I'm happy to be here. I'm glad I have an opportunity to perform. Totally changes your mindset when you go in there. Like nothing seems to phase you. Yeah, I, I think that that's an incredible way to kind of put it there. It's mm-hmm. almost like you're you're finding that calm before the storm, right mm-hmm. before you go out there. And even like mimicking the way fighters fight is important, but you, another good thing is to mimic the way they walk out. If you look at all the world champions, they, they take their sweet time. Minus Daniel Cormier, but mm-hmm. he's a different breed, you know? But, I mean, everyone's different too, you know? So some people do need to be psyched up, but me just discovering past performances, I think I'm at my best when I'm really just embracing the air, the smell. You know, I even smell the concession stand, stuff like that. Like, it's part of the fight. Everything that is around you, being in the arena, if there's dust in the air, that's part of the fight, too. And I think you got to recognize that and just take it all in. And I think you'll be more relaxed. I never would have thought that you would have gone that far in depth of knowing the dust in the air, oh, yeah. the concessions, the and smell all of the gloves, you know, your own sweat, all that stuff. It matters. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're dealing with a cerebral fighter. Right <laughs> this man is on top of that mental game right now. It's the key. You know, as I know that you're a little bit pressed for time tonight, so as we kind of come to uh, come to a close, as far as that goes, you know, is there any anything that you really want to get out there and kind of add or anything along those lines? Um, I guess just um, if, all I have to really say is like if you're interested in um pursuing anything especially mixed martial arts um just come in there with an open mind um be ready to learn and just um enjoy the ride the uh the destination is so minimal compared to the journey and if you embrace the journey all this is fun so and that's anything you take on in life it's a great way to look at it. you know it's always great talking with you austin you're you're such a nice person to, to interact with and i enjoy having our conversations like this you know You've definitely helped me with some of my approaches with how I tackle, you know, work or whatever task is at hand. Mm-hmm. So I, I can only say thank you for giving me the opportunity to, you know, to, to work with you. So I appreciate that. Yeah, and I think just one thing I've learned just being in athletics um, just my whole life and just doing anything that, you know, when you're an athlete, you are a leader. And I think people don't really recognize that as much or anything that you're taking on. If you're trying to pursue something, you are a leader. There's always somebody watching, so... The way you carry yourself is going to help your performance. It's going to help everything else in your life. And you'll inspire somebody. So um, you know, treat everyone nice. <laughs> Couldn't put it any better right there, you know. Jordan said it the other day, everybody love everybody. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful concept right yep. there, you know, taking on that, that approach. This is Comments from the Peanut Gallery. This is a recap from the MMA Contenders card where my man Osmosis Austin Jones yes, just sir. absolutely <laughs> starts the competition the other night and dominated. Be more I to do come. Say, do want to yeah. do want to you know show some respect for Mister Lip out there though too. Mm-hmm. He, he did fight hard, but Austin did come away with the victory. And you know, kudos to you, my man. Yep, appreciate it. So on the outro, we're going to be playing for you. Just recently dropped to iTunes on my mind from Beyond Bridges. Make sure that you go and check them out. Look that up. Download the singles. Let's get it rocking, ladies and gentlemen. Have a great evening. Thank you. Playing in the sand, the beaches down the street.
night It gets us stopping on But it makes us feel just right Throw a couple back Dance by the fire The waves are crashing down And I admire all the love in your eyes It's burning bright like the stars tonight Whoa Oh, my. Yeah, you're all 